Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Extra Point Podcast. My name is Todd Stiles. I'm one of the pastors here at First Family Church. And though we've been gone for at least a week or so uh, from the Extra Point Podcast, we're back this week. It's uh, Tuesday, June 28th. And the Extra Point Podcast is an opportunity for us to provide some further application, additional insight into the text that we preached from last week. So really glad you've joined us today. Uh, we did look at 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 13 through 17 last week. And what a powerful um, few moments we had in that text. They just, um, those verses, those five verses were just splendid and fantastic. And I think if you were in one of our services, uh, it just was uh, uh, some, some wonderful moments around the Word and even in celebrating the kingship of Jesus so I hope you were there. If not, please check out our sermon podcast or our YouTube channel. You can watch or listen through either one of those. I want to bring you some a couple of extra bits of insight. One will be a little bit of a refresher, and then the second one will, I think, uh, just cause your heart to rejoice again today in what we are aiming for. So just to, as a refresher, let, remi- let me remind you that when we are thinking about this set of verses, of course, often what gets the attention is this sense of making an apologetic for what we believe. You know, this is the section of Scripture in which Peter says we are to give a a reason for the uh, hope that is within us when people ask. And the word there, of course, is the word apologia. So we're to give a well-thought-out, intentioned, um, reasoned answer. But what we saw is that that won't happen Uh, it's in the latter part of 15 and so forth. That's not going to happen until the first part of verse 15 happens, which is that we set Christ uh, apart as holy in our hearts. In other words, we sanctify the Lord as holy in our hearts. We read through what this means, examined it, analyzed it. We understand clearly that this is a matter of exclusive allegiance to Christ. And so just as a refresher, remember, a, a really good apologetic, which is external, is impossible without a proper allegiance, which is internal. Let me be quick to say, I'm not minimizing the need for a sound and reasoned apologetic. That external answer with gentleness and respect that shows the hope that's within us, yes, I'm all for a solid um well-reasoned apologetic for what we believe, but I want to be sure to emphasize that that is not something just learned on the outside or memorized or somehow kind of practiced or rehearsed that we just say, and yet it's evident that we don't actually believe it or live by it. And this is why Peter is clear to call us to set apart Christ the Lord as holy in our hearts, There must be an internal allegiance to the very things that we are externally verbalizing. We must live by them first, and then when our lips speak of them, it is clear that that we ourselves are on board, so to speak, that Jesus is the Lord of our life. And so as we give an answer, a reason for why that is, it's not uh, heard as empty words, but as... uh, 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 something owned and and uh, deeply held, that, that convictional type of uh, answer uh, that we have. So I just want to kind of refresh your memory from Sunday's message and remind you, that, and just maybe even shorter words, this apologetic that we're to 
voice externally when asked. It comes from an allegiance that we hold internally. But as we think even further about this call to set apart Christ the Lord as holy, I just want to encourage your heart and hopefully uh, inject you with a, a measure of rejoicing. As you think about this word holy, I mean, we're to set Christ apart in this way. We're to honor Him as holy. We're, as some translations say, to revere Him, to sanctify Him in this way. And the key word, of course, here is holy, in that He is holy, and so we reverence and see Him as holy. And I am just struck by this today, that what we will do in our hearts, what we should do in our hearts, what we are commanded to do in our hearts, is what is happening around the throne by the angels and the heavenly beings. I remind you what is said in Revelation 4, verse 8, when it says that the four living creatures, each of them with six wings and full of eyes, um, you know, they never cease to say, and here's what they're saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. So I am just struck by this fact that what we are called upon to do internally while on this earth is actually happening currently in heaven in an audible fashion by the heavenly beings. They're saying, and they're setting apart, they're crying out, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God. And that's what we're to do internally while on this earth. We are joining in what heaven is already doing. We are shouting forth. We are setting apart. We are declaring, differentiating, and prioritizing Christ the Lord as holy. It's happening in heaven, and it should happen in our hearts on a regular daily basis. And when we join heaven in declaring what is true, that Christ the Lord is holy, we'll find that every situation, dilemma, uh, or decision is made in a much easier fashion when the external uh, pressures of life, of life mount, and we've already settled the internal issue, those will be much easier to face. So I encourage you, join in with heaven today. In your hearts, honor Christ the Lord as holy, for that's what's happening around the throne in heaven already. They're saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty.